Julian Hill MP. G'day, Julian. How are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. How, how are you uh, all dealing? Your, your, your case numbers have dropped slightly, unfortunately, uh, the deadliest day of the pandemic yesterday. But um, I think Dan Andrews is still pretty keen to open things up soon. Yeah, look, what we can really see, I think, in the data is that the vaccines are kicking in. We've always known, if you listen to the scientists and the doctors, not the crazy stuff on the internet, uh, that vaccines are the key to getting rid of Scott Morrison's damaging lockdowns. If he'd ordered enough last year and if we'd had quarantine properly built, we would never have had these lockdowns this year. But vaccines are the way out. They're the way to reclaim our freedoms and way of life and I'm pleased to see the early signs of a stabilisation in case numbers. Uh, We can't speak too soon, but it's terrific also that we're seeing in New South Wales, the ACTs off the chart, and Victoria, those vaccination rates now climb uh, towards an over 90%. All right, that's good news. I just want to see those numbers of daily infections down there in Victoria continue to head south. That's uh, that's what we want and need to see. Now, I know that, Julian, you said a, a letter to the Information Commissioner. Um, I've spoken to Anthony Albanese. He's on the record on this program of saying that if uh, a Labor government is elected, you will scrap that useless in-due card that costs taxpayers more money than what it's worth, uh, the cashless debit card, the age pension. Am I right in saying you've been refused freedom of information documents in relation to this, uh, that is, uh, ministerial briefings on what the government is planning? Uh, In effect, yes, that's correct. The government's hiding something. They're trying to keep these ministerial briefs secret. Um, Now, we know that Scott Morrison wants to expand the cashless debit card to all age pensioners. He introduced legislation to the parliament to give him that power, and if re-elected, that's what he'll do. Um, that would see 80% of a person's pay- pension payment put on this privatised card. The government and the company would limit and control how and where pensioners spend their money. So I want to get the detail of this. The government's very sensitive about it, but I use the law, the Freedom of Information Law. I put in the request to get these secret documents, but they've failed to process. They've used every trick in the book. First, they said they found too many documents. It was too much, too hard. Yeah. Then I narrowed the scope and they said, oh, well... Uh, we've got to consult with third parties. I said, well, I don't want their information. And now they've just gone into a black hole. So I've written to the Information Commissioner. Good. I mean, I know that there is a petition to stop the cashless pension card um, that's been signed by many thousands of Australians. And uh, I I would uh, suggest that everybody who's concerned about the privatisation of welfare in this country to jump online and sign this thing. Uh, importantly, um, it's you know it's something that we don't want to see the Liberal and National Party privatise. Uh, they've pretty much privatised everything else in Sydney uh, and f- at a federal level. Just stay the hell away from telling people how to spend their entitlements. Look, some argue that I'm being and and, and others, perhaps you as well, uh, are being alarmist in suggesting that the government is planning, uh, you know, to privatise welfare of pensioners. Can you categorically say that you believe that if re-elected, the Liberal National Party, so if ScoMo gets in again next year, pensioners will be on this so-called Indu or cashless welfare card? Well, that that is my view. That is yep. Labor's view. And it's, it's based on evidence. There are already... Uh, people, the government already has power to force pensioners onto the card in some areas. 
They introduced legislation to the parliament to allow them to force age pensioners onto the card across the country. If you don't want to do it, why do you introduce legislation? Mm. The Minister for Social Services admitted last year saying that the reason we haven't done it and rolled the card out in major cities is because we have to get the technology issues right. You know, Scott Morrison believes that the pension is welfare, um, but they're not alone on this. Pauline Hanson's in cahoots with them. She's together on them. She's voted for it at every point. Um, she even said, you know, she believes the age pension's welfare and said that people on welfare have lost their right to decide how to spend their money. So Labor will scrap this card. Uh, but the word you used before is critical, Marcus, privatisation. Australians are sick of privatisation of core public services. Um, Centrelink should run the pension system. They shouldn't, Australians shouldn't have to beg a private company for permission on how to spend their own money. Um, the government should run Social Security. Well, you're right. Uh, what do we need, mate? Do we need to get Prince Charles uh, to get ScoMo into, you know, into some sort of realism here? I mean, maybe Scott Morrison is so out of touch that he needs to be told by someone in the monarchy to take things seriously, like climate change, which the majority of Australians believe is real and we need to take action now. And I would say if I spoke to 10 blokes and or, or ladies and blokes down at the pub who are of pension age and if I asked them uh, whether they'd be keen on having the government controlling how they spend their entitlements after paying tax their entire lives, I would imagine most of them in the old-fashioned pub test would say get nicked. Yeah, spot on. I um, mean, people I talk to, you know, you couldn't buy cheap food at the local market. You couldn't buy second-hand yeah. goods. Couldn't have a meal or beer at the RSL, give cash to the grandkids. People don't want this card. And mm. the government, as I said, they're really sensitive. They're now denying it's their plan. They're running away from it at 100 miles an hour. Of course they, they thought are. they could sneak it through mm. and get through the election and then roll it out for their private, privatised welfare. It's just not on. You know, yep. We should be fighting this. And it's good that we're talking about it and that people are speaking up. Well, let's continue to talk about it. I mean, how much, uh, even in its trial phase, uh, was it twelve grand it cost to run a card, for goodness, uh, for goodness sake? And um, the Indu mob were making a fortune out of this. Yeah, they've wasted about $70 million already establishing this pension control card by Indu, the private company. And that company does other things, quite legitimate things, they're a financial services company. Um, but... It's about 5200 for each person currently on the card if you spread out that cost. Uh, that's more than a lot of part pensioners, some part pensioners get in an entire year. So it's wasteful, but they've got this secret technology working group now with the banks and supermarkets and Australia Post trying to work out product-level blocking, they're calling it, which means the card, the government and the company could choose what specific products people could buy at shops. I mean, it's invasive. Yeah. You don't want a private company controlling what you spend. Pensioners know how to spend their money. Absolutely. Well, just on that, uh, a story this morning talking about how Coles and Woolworths will introduce QR payment systems in time for Christmas, and they, they plan to roll it, around, uh, roll it out around the country. I mean, I'm always concerned about data harvesting. Uh, I worry that this will be another way that big corporations will be able to you know, harvest my data, so there's no way known that I will ever use a QR code uh, to pay for my groceries at any department store. Yeah, look, people will make their own choices and we need uh, security and assurance around how data will be used. Yeah. There has been, and there, there is, we've seen in COVID particularly, this massive transformation in how Australians make payments with the rise of tap and go, people tapping their cards yeah. contactless. Mm. There's a lot of advantages to this. A lot of it oh, can absolutely. be efficient. 
But, yeah. you know, if people have got the right assurances, I don't think we should be scared about the new payments technology if they can improve our um, customer experience, speed things up, give us better control over our own spending with some of the apps that can come with them. Sure. But people do need those those assurances about data and their own personal safety. Yeah, I just worry that, you know, data may well be on sold or perhaps be used to bombard you with a whole range of, uh, you know... Uh, Marketing and all the rest of it, maybe I'm just a, a little cynical. All right, Julian, thank no, you no, for No, no, you, you should be. There's, there's <laughs> a lot of evidence out there. People are a bit worried about Google Pay and what they do with it, so it's right to be sceptical. <laughs> all right, mate. Always good to chat to you. Look after yourself. We'll talk soon. Thanks, mate.